Hello, dear friends, and welcome to our Sunday celebration. This week, we are joining with people around the world as we celebrate the traditional festival of Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. And also, in the Celtic world, it is Samhain, the beginning of a new year. It's really interesting how many cultures see this time of year as a time when the veil between the two worlds becomes very thin, very permeable. And so those who have gone on before us, we can feel their presence around us. And you know, one of the songs that's sort of been the soundtrack of my life this whole week is that song from Kansas. Do you remember Kansas? Remember the song from Kansas, Dust in the Wind? All we are is dust in the wind. I just love that song, you know, and it speaks to something so powerful and so profound. When I think of that song, I, I naturally think of this, this Hindu image known as Shiva Nataraj. Shiva, that principle of death and rebirth that principle of creation and destruction and Nataraj, the Lord of the dance, this, this dynamic principle of destruction and creation of death and birth in this endless cycle, you know, that has been there since the very beginning of time itself, when particles became molecules and molecules became the building blocks of everything. In fact, at the CERN, which is the European Organization of, the, of uh, Nuclear Research, there is a symbol of Shiva Nataraj. You know, uh, Fritzhoff Capra says this about it. Every subatomic particle not only performs an energy dance, but also is an energy dance, a pulsating process of creation and destruction without end. For the modern physicist, then Shiva's dance is the dance of subatomic matter. As in Hindu mythology, it is a continual dance of creation and destruction involving the whole cosmos, the basis of all existence and of all natural phenomena. And so it is this endless dance that we are in of life and death, creation and destruction, and that energy that just seems to be with us all. And, and it is true that we are dust in the wind, but a, a dynamic way of looking at that from a point of view of physicists is this, is that you and I and all the carbon molecules that make us and all the carbon molecules that surround us, the animals, the plants, the soil, the planet itself, and all the planets, all of us are literally made of stardust. Yes, we are dust in the wind, but we are the dust of stars. We have physically existed in the carbon combination since a millennia of time. But you know, also I think that there's something for us to remember during this time. The reality is we are storytelling animals. What defines us or one of the things that defines us so strongly about being a human is this. 
we tell stories. The Jewish philosopher Eli Wiesel says this. He says that God created us because God loves a good story. You know, and I want you to think about yourself and all the stories of your life, but also on this day, we, we remember those who have gone on before us and the stories about them that we remember, the stories that unite us. And we remember the stories on a day like today through ritual, the ritual of creating an altar, the ritual of celebrating and eating meals, the ritual of performing this experience called Dias de los Muertos, this Day of the Dead. And what um, Joseph Campbell says is he says that when we perform a ritual, we connect to a myth. It becomes alive for us. We are literally participating in the myth. And a myth, you know, is, is not necessarily an untruth. Picasso says that art, like myth, is a truth that is a, is a lie that tells the truth. But I think it's more than that. It is true even though it may not necessarily be real. Because the language of myth, like the language of art, speaks to the soul. And so this is what we're remembering. These are what our stories about are today. They are remembering the stories that connect us. And you know, I think that that stories about those who have gone before us evoke two very strong emotions. The first emotion I think that they, that they evoke is the emotion or the feeling of gratefulness. You know, as Melody Betty says, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense out of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. This, this experience of of what it unlocks, of what it opens up. And we think about those whom we love. And you know, what happens is that when we think in terms of gratitude, we realize that their life is a gift, that all life is a gift, our life is a gift. And behind this incredible, wonderful, precious, experience of life as a gift, there's a giver of the gift. And so our heart expands, it opens. When we are grateful, we are generous, we open and we expand. But there's another emotion that's evoked and that's the emotion of grief. You know, grief is that longing, is it not? It's that, that sorrow of what was and that longing for what will be. So it's kind of an in-between place and it's a tender place. 
But you know, what grief demonstrates to us is that we love and that we have been loved and that we will in time or really we just continue to love. And so both gratefulness and grief, really what they do is they open the soul to love. And, and that's how we remember those who have gone before. And to kind of put it in this really interesting uh, um, framework, you know, Dr. Holmes, the, the founder of our particular tradition, says this. Each one of us is, I feel, on the pathway to an endless expression of life, truth, and beauty. Behind us is the all, before us, within us, and expressing through us is the all. I believe in the immortality and the continuity of the individual stream of consciousness. Humanity is an ascending principle of life. Individuality and expression through experience and unfoldment. And so, you know, this idea of unfoldment, this, this, um, this idea that each and every one of us is an endless expression of life, that even before time itself, we existed within the mind of God. And then through this incredible experience of, you know, 13 point what billion years ago, when evolution began and manifests itself in the universe that we live in, you know, it's, it's been all about relationships. Think about this for a second. Have you, or probably some of the that you know, have had this thought about, you know, I, I just wanna be part of something bigger than myself. That motivating force has been there even before time itself. Because when the Big Bang happened, you know, some moments later, all there were were particles. But particles began to join together as molecules. And they began to build different factors within the universe itself. It's all been a drive about relationships, of joining, of, of becoming part of something greater than ourself. And we're in that today. But you know, the thing of it is, is, is it doesn't end when we leave this planet. Because the essence of who we are is love. And love has always existed. The essence of who we are is immortal. We were never born. And so therefore we cannot die. And yes, this carbon suit that we wear will eventually wear out or be destroyed, but we continue. You know, and that longing, perhaps even that grief, reminds me of something that uh, St. Augustine said, where he said, you have made us in your image, O God, and our soul is restless until it rests in you. And that's that longing, that's that, that grief, right? But you know, gratefulness, gratitude allows us to expand on that. And in many ways, gratitude can bring us into that eternal moment 
where we experience ourselves beyond time and space. And there is no grief. There is no longing. There is no wondering. We're just in that beatific moment. So I'd like to do a process with you, if I may. And I often do this in, in memorials, but I'll do it a little bit different for, for our experience this way. And so what I want you to do is, I'd asked you last week to perhaps light a candle or bring pictures of those who have gone before you. And so if you haven't done that, pause this, get that together, and then come back. Are you back? Good. So what I want you to do is I want you just to settle for a moment and maybe soften your eyes. Think about the environment that you're in right now. What do you see around you? What do you feel around you? Do you smell anything around you? Do you hear something around you? And perhaps in your imagination, in your mind's eye, you can allow yourself to feel and then in your mind's eye to begin to see that friend, that partner, that child, that parent, that animal companion. Imagine if they were in the room with you now. Imagine if you would, that they can step through the veil. But you know, they have gone through a remarkable transformation because they are now in the full realization of who they've always been, which is love. And so what is radiating in the room now is the presence of love. And perhaps there's a memory of something that you wanted to say before they left that you can say now in the presence of love. Perhaps there is something that you wanted to hear from them that you can now hear in the presence of love. And just be in that moment. And allow yourself to open to gratefulness. Because in this moment, in this presence of love, we are so grateful for the season that we have spent with this particular individual or individuals. We are grateful for how our life expanded and became more. We are grateful how it has lifted us into an experience of something bigger than ourself. And in this place of gratefulness, recognizing this divine presence, recognizing this gift of eternal life, we recognize the giver of this life, this divine presence.
And where this presence is, there is peace. And so we allow ourselves to spend an eternal moment in peace. how good it is. And so we allow them to move back through the veil. We allow ourselves to be present again to where we are. We allow ourselves to become aware of those that are calling us in this life to be bigger than ourself, to be part of something bigger than ourself. And to this we say yes. And in doing so, we see it is good. And so it is. So again, thank you for being part of our virtual celebrations. These are really, um, they're interesting times, are they not? And we're going into a, a pretty amazing week ahead. But please know that on a spiritual level, we got your back. The practitioners and I are, are joining with people around the world. And we are holding a high consciousness of peace and wisdom and clarity. And so please know that we are there. And if you need to reach out to any of us, we're available. If you go to our website, you can see how you can find us. And again, I want to thank you for your generosity right now. You know, it's, it's a time. It's a time when we are redefining ourselves and retooling ourselves. It's a time where we are moving from order into disorder and, and making our way into this reordering of things. And we can't do it without you. We can't do it without your continual and, and generous support. So, so thank you for that. And I want to let you know something else. So Thanksgiving is coming up and we want to do a very special Thanksgiving virtual service. And so wherever you are, if you are in Fallbrook, please send photos of yourself. If you are somewhere else, and I'm talking to you, Warren and Mary, out there in Minnesota. I'm talking to you, Howard and Sherry, who are out there in Oregon. And I'm talking to all of you, who, wherever you may be. Send us photos. You can send them to the email that's, that's av available. I think it's above my head right now. Uh, send the emails because we want to do a montage of, of people from here in Fallbrook, but for our, our virtual community, wherever you are in the world. So send a photo, let us know where you are. If there's a message that you want to give, include that too. And on Thanksgiving weekend, we're going to create a wonderful, a wonderful and exciting and, and very fun service. So again, thank you for being part of our virtual community. And to those whom you love, and those whom you receive love from, I wish you many, many, many blessings.